Live from Marta Christie College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her live on Live at Marta. Welcome everyone, live from Marta Christie College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her live on Live at Marta. My name is Lexi and my co-hosts today are Viv, Alicia and Ellie. Our special guest today is Paige Richardson. Hi guys, how are you? Good. Um, so you work in disability support? Yes, I do. Yes. yes. What got you into that area? Um, well, I have a disability myself. So I actually didn't know I had one until I was here at MARTA. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then a lot of the teachers sort of helped me around here. And then I sort of went off into teaching. And then I sort of didn't really enjoy that. So I went into ed support. And then I ended up in the disability field. So it was just a natural progression for me. Um, if you don't mind, what type of disability do you have? Um, I have ASD. So it's autism spectrum disorder. Yep. Um, was that a challenging experience for you to be diagnosed? Uh, yes, it was because it was in the middle of high school. So year nine for me um I was pulled out of classes a lot so I would miss bits and pieces and then once we did find out the diagnosis um Marta Christie became really helpful in setting roots and boundaries for me and then it became a more positive experience in high school for me so it was good um hi I'm Alicia hi I was just wondering are there any specific qualities or skill set like skills that you need to work in this field um for me I just love that you have to be bubbly. Um, you just have to remember that the person that you're with is also just a normal everyday person, no matter what sort of challenging or non-challenging behaviours they've got. Um, one of my favourite stories to tell is I worked with a woman who couldn't swim. So I was able to actually teach her a little bit how to swim. And now she's slowly going back into the water and actually swimming. So, um, my name's Vicar. What is your usual work day like? Who do you work with? What's the age range? Okay, so my usual day starts off like nine o'clock in the morning. I am reading emails, checking if anyone's okay. So I'll like I will usually work with anyone about five years old to about. I don't know, 80 years old. <laughs> so it, it's, it, it depends on my day. Um, this afternoon I'm going in as an educator-support worker in a special development school. So a lot of the kids are you guys' age. So it's quite fun and challenging because they're all different needs. Um, do you have any challenging experiences in that area? Yeah, I do. Um, one of the children I support um he's quite high needs so he loves to once he um latches onto you so he'll pull your hair uh, once he latches you have to have at least three or four other people to try and obviously let go because he's 14 years old and he just literally grabs you yeah <laughs> but are there even though there's a lot of challenges, there'd be a lot of positive experiences involved. Oh, definitely. Um, I've helped a woman now. Um, she doesn't need supports so much in this particular aspect now. Um, she can cook. So I was able to teach her how to cook. Um, I use that experience from when I was here at Marta because I did my 
VCALV at VCE. <laughs> so I did my Cert 3 in hospitality here. So that's sort of a lot of my certificates are now right into where I need to be. Yeah. Um, what has been a career highlight for you? Oh, um, there's too many. <laughs> but um, definitely um, being able to help educators understand about special needs children because they're just normal children. They just have extra abilities that they just find challenging. So it's a lot harder than people think, but I love it anyway. What was something that discouraged you that you overcame? Okay. Um, So when I was at university, um, I had a mentor teacher tell me that I couldn't relate to people. And this was through like a, like a written comment on a assignment that I had. And then this teacher didn't know me from a bar of soap. So um, I was like, okay. So when my teachers at uni told me, they said, okay, you have a choice. You can either change careers and drop out and then go to something else or you can keep going. And being a product of Marta Christie, I just was like, no, nope, I'm just going to keep going. Because if I don't see it finished, then what am I going to do? Yeah. Um, have you faced any difficulties during, like, your career path because of your gender? Yes, I have. Um, so a lot of women in disability get overlooked because we don't look physically strong or we don't, you know, have, the, like, proper mindset like men do, like, you know, being tough and strong. But with myself... A lot of people go, oh, but you're a woman. Um, but I was like, no, that's not the case. I've actually gone through a lot of hardships to get to where I am and then now I'm quite resilient in that fact. I actually thank a lot of the teachers here for telling me that it's okay to be yourself because once you are, you're good. <laughs> um, what type of strengths would you say to like a younger person who's looking to get into that field would they need? Um, being resilient. Um, being compassion, like a compassionate woman of faith, um, understanding, like having a lot of understanding, um, being really kind, um, being caring, um, also being able to work within a team as well because sometimes you're going to be with people that may not like you or don't understand you as a person but you're going to have to be paired up with them to be able to maybe do like a – uh, like a nappy change or something like that. Like I have to work in a team environment this afternoon. Some of the girls don't like me. That's fine. <laughs> so just be yourself and yep. that's all you can ask for really. Um, have you had any role models or anyone that's inspired you to continue this career path? Yep. So um, my, I'm my own role model. Um, I've also got my best friend of 15 years. So high school um I've also got my mum um my boss actually so my boss she actually runs and owns the company I work for and she has a disability herself so that's pretty cool um and also this might sound a bit corny to you guys I really admire Taylor Swift (laughs) so (laughs) I just sort of I grew up with her so (laughs) this is not new for me and just Looking at just people in general like that are inspiring, not just one person but just a group of people rather than just the one person. What's a memory you'll never forget from someone? 
Oh, um, <laughs> okay. Um, well, this is this encompasses a group of people. So this was back in high school as well. Um, so my year twelve outdoor education class, like that, it was quite small back in the day because we were the first people to do it. Um, we were coming back to school and. A really old school song came on. I think it was like a Sexy Girl or something like that by Akon was playing and we were driving up the driveway and our old school principal heard it the entire way coming up the hill. But it just encompassed like that whole group feeling like, oh, we're all going to get into trouble now <laughs> rather than, you know, learn, like, we all learned from that experience not to do that again, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you think in your industry you've made lasting friendships with people? Uh, I definitely have. Um, I have now spoken – I have now got clients now that have now become more like friends to me. Like that's not really supposed to happen, but I've like n- I no longer work with them. So that sort of – that line sort of doesn't blur anymore. And I've also got um, just lots of like empowering people like – Every time I look at them and see where their goals are, then that changes. And I go, okay, I can do this with other people now. Yeah. If you were just tuning in, you're listening to Be Like Her live on Live at MARTA, live from Mar Christie College in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Lexi and my co-hosts today are Viv, Alicia and Ali. And our special guest today is Paige. Um, I was wondering if you are going are planning to continue this pathway or this career path for the rest of your life or if you have any other goals? Um, I'm definitely going to stay on this career path for the rest of my life um, because it, it's, such a, it's, it's such a challenging but a different career role for me. I originally thought I was going to be a teacher but that didn't really work that way because of changes in the environment, like in the everyday landscape of teaching. But I've learnt now that I work really well with one-on-ones rather than with a whole group of people, even though I can work with groups of people because I have that background. But I would just love to be in this field for the rest of my life because it, it changed my life, really. And I can't thank it enough. So, yeah. For anyone who's going into your industry, what advice would you give them? Just be yourself. Be authentic. If the client that you are presented with doesn't like you, that doesn't matter. Also, be true to yourself because you may get accused of things, I know I certainly have, that will go, oh, well, no, I didn't do that. Or, oh, really? Why are you saying that about me? You don't know me. But, yeah, just really be true to yourself, be authentic and just Remember why you're there. Yeah. Um, were there any hobbies or anything you'd like doing with your clients? Uh, I love going for a lot of walks, <laughs> um, going out for coffee. Um, what else? Uh, I love going shopping with them because they have such interesting personalities so you don't know what you're going to get when you go get a shopping list. And you go, okay, well, we've got to do this. And then you see that they're different. Yeah. Um, are your weeks very structured or do you sometimes get like emergency calls or anything like that? Yeah. Um, so last week um, I was running around like a headless chicken. <laughs> so um, I was like I would be at work one day and then they would ring me and go, 
oh, we've got to, you've got to go to um, I don't know, um, Bayswater, which is about 30-odd minutes from my house. But then it's going, oh, sorry, it's been cancelled. Now you have to go to like some other far-fetched place. But you've got to be really – I have to be super flexible. Um, tomorrow I'm actually going to go help a lady how to teach her how to use an air fryer because she's <laughs> never used one. So that's going to be fun. And then last Sunday I was actually here in Belgrave, like just driving around and taking a client to get some lunch. So it all it really depends on the day for me. Like this afternoon I just get to hang out with kids for two and a half hours, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, do any of your clients have any support animals? Yes, they do. Um, so I have a couple of clients that have dogs. I know you guys have recently got support animals, so that's pretty cool. We didn't have those which would have made a huge difference back in the day because, like, the environment here is a lot more calmer than when I remember. There's a lot of animosity still in the area, but it's not as bad anymore. Um, are you part of any larger organisations? Uh, no. So I have, like, I'm in part of my, like, my two jobs. So I've got my um, disability support job and then I've got my teaching job. But most of the time, I just stick to those two because then when I go out in the community, I actually actually advocate for people that are looking for different work sites to be with. So um, I also work a lot with um, job service providers. So like any that have – so if, for example, like if a teenager wants to go into disability, but they have a disability themselves – I recommend different job services for them to have a try. Um, I've recommended people to go to cafes. I've recommended people to go to like swimming pools, like just low like sensory environments for them to start in the workplace and then build themselves up. Um, was it hard during COVID getting to all the clients and stuff? Uh, yes, it was. Um, I was working about 30 to 50 hours a week so it was a lot and then um I about in the middle of um COVID I just had a baby so he's nine months old now he's cute as a button (laughs) but he was a COVID baby so I got to go on maternity leave and I got to slow down a little bit and I was managing two or three clients who had no support staff so I ended up um, liaising with them and saying, okay, so how are you going with this new support person? And if they didn't like that support person, I could relay that back to my workplace and say, hey, this is not working. Can we try and find somebody else? Um, so there's a lot of community work involved in this industry. Mm-hmm. Do you do any, like, outreach programs? Yes. So I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it's called Interchange Outer East. Um, I volunteer with them. So they, um, they're a wonderful community group of um, individuals. So a lot of them, the time I usually try and pick activities to go on so then I can help people. So I do a lot of giving back in my spare time. I also do a lot of donating. So it's just it helps to keep me grounded in such an industry that's full of Sometimes negativity because a lot of the time the clients still aren't used to different changes in that community and it's different for them. Yeah. Um, what is a motto or piece of advice that has stuck with you? Okay. Um, so my favourite is 
Um, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. It's by Eleanor Roosevelt. I use it all the time because a lot of my memories are from being bullied and from being different. So being different doesn't always mean that you can be like just like just being boxed in. If that makes any sense. So, see, a lot of you guys have all got different, like, ways of dressing. So, if you're, like, wearing pink or something, then that's okay. If you're a girl and you love the colour blue, then that's completely fine too. Um, Being in school, did you have any other plans or was this something you've always wanted to do? Oh, uh, yeah, I had a lot of different plans. So, I originally did not know what I wanted to do. Um, so my VCE VCAL list is quite extensive. So I originally thought I was going to be good in hospitality because I was wor- I actually worked when I was in high school. So I had a s- small job at um, Harris Scarf over Fountain Gate. So that sort of started there. And then when I um, went off, I was like, okay, I don't know what I wanted to do. All I knew is that eventually I wanted to be a teacher. That was like my end goal, but I just didn't know which avenue I was going to take and how I was going to get there. Um, what qualifications or certificates did you have to get to become a support worker and how long did it take you to get there? Okay, so I started off with my Bachelor of Primary Education. That took about four and a half years because I took a mental health break halfway through, so I kind of just needed a bit of a reset. Then I did a year of um, my Cert 3 in education support and then I did another year of um, Cert 4 in disability. So it took all up about six years. How do you, um, I guess, compart to – I can't say the word, but – Compartment lines, yeah. Yeah, the negative sides of the industry. Um, I remember to – so if you're out in the industry – and, for example, someone says to you, like, go away, I don't want you, I don't like you, oh, sorry, we didn't mean for you to come, but we don't need you today. Um, I just remember that it's their choice. So everybody has a choice in which way they want to go, and that's always going to be the case. Does it ever the negative side ever leak over into your personal life? Uh, sometimes. Um, if I'm especially having a pretty bad day or my partner is having a pretty bad day because um, we both work in the same industry, um, my partner will sometimes come home angry. So I will say, okay, you're going outside or go sit in the car for 10 minutes or before you come home, go for a walk just to you know leave that stuff at home because I don't really want that at home. Yeah. Um, outside of working with people, what are your hobbies like walking? Um, so I can sing. I'm not going to sing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love – I know this might be pretty nerdy, but I'm a massive Harry Potter, Potter <laughs> person. Um, I love musical theatre. Unfortunately, I didn't delve into that here, but that's okay. Um, but, yeah, I've had I've got a very big range of um, hobbies and stuff. So I do a lot of reading as well because it just it brings, like, a little bit of safety net. Then when you're out of there, you're like, okay, I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all we have time for today. Thank you to our guest, Paige. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, thank you. It was lovely to meet you all.
Live from our Christie College in Melbourne, Australia, you've been listening to Be Like Her Live on Live at Mana. My name is Lexi and my co-hosts today were Viv, Alicia and Ellie. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Celebrating female role models across our community, live from Marta Christie College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Live at Marta.